0: Like for Amber and Rhonda in the living room. Start.
1: you go straight. In the living room. Remember when we were for Joel Sparr in the
2: living room? Oh. Yes. And, <laughs> what,
1: what,
0: in the observatory. I think we called it <laughs> the observatory. It was
2: glorious. <laughs> uh,
1: for me I I think I was pretty antsy. Um I, I didn't understand why at first, I I couldn't really find a proper seat to sit in, but um, I, I felt like I was supposed to be up there near you, but then God's like, no, you're not supposed to be up here, here you go, and I felt like I was supposed to go lay on the floor, so I did, and that was the proper place for me to be, I felt like it was having to do with humility and, um, but yet, at the same time, I, I feel like there's a combination of humility, but then also coming out of the false humility and standing up and being who you're supposed to be. Um, and I just felt like, like she, uh, she was saying, you know, that there's like a heaviness. And um, but I just feel like there's a lot of honoring um, that God is is doing. You know, it's just a lot of honor and. I just feel like all the things that have taken place in my life i feel like now finally i'm being honored by him i mean i've always happened but it's like it's different now it's like it he's finally saying it's it's now it's right now amber it's it's done it's now now be who you who you're supposed to be and it's it's big it's huge like she was saying it's almost a little bit too much sometimes I think that's why I was so antsy tonight um but it's also very exciting and it's just very um it's just it's just out of this world so that's the way I felt so
0: Mm. wonderful
1: I love the scripture that you read that was talking about how it's finished for the devil. It's totally over. That was very glorious and it's like a, a huge sigh of relief. But um yeah, it was it was fantastic.
0: I don't even remember reading that. Do you remember which verse that was?
1: Uh-huh. We
2: have to go back
3: and record and rewatch it. Uh-huh.
0: Holy, holy, holy.
3: I have, I have uh, that oil dripping from this part of my head. That's the right side of my, my head, just above my ear. And the oil is dripping into my ear constantly. And it really was going strong when Al uh, Jules' wire was going.
2: Mm.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. Glory. Mm. I know we talked a lot about the rains soaking into the earth, and then we started talking about angels quite a bit. Yeah. And when we went into the, the angel cloud realms, man, I was uh-huh. just just seeing what the Father wanted to do with his sons and how the wings of our clouds will be the covering of the nations. And I was seeing our thrones inside the clouds and the river causing the rains from the throne, how Jesus is the firstborn and he has the river flowing from his throne, revelation 22. And all of us are getting our thrones and getting the waters from our thrones and getting our clouds around our thrones and our thrones are becoming mobile thrones. And there are myriads of angels, that'll be assigned to the son's thrones, the daughter's thrones and the clouds of angels. And I know it's a very critical revelation that we understand that with the waters, because we've been teaching on the waters for almost a year, really intensely and uh, the floods of Noah and what it means to bring the flood. And, but the flood is not just living water. The flood is angels because we've lived in a world of fallen angels, which are called demons, and you have to completely outnumber them in every realm of the earth in order to have peace. And so the flood is a flood of angels. (laughs) Instead of having demons tormenting everyone like we had during the church age, we're gonna have angels blessing everyone. That's the kingdom age. That's what's coming now. Amen.
4: Can I um, share? I don't know if I shared this one time when I was at the crack house with somebody there. It seems like Nikolai might've heard it. I don't know, but I had a, a vision like two years ago that I didn't understand. And I really, I mean, i got a little bit of revelation, but it went, I, after Joel's bar, I thought about it a dozen times. And so I think it might be relative. Maybe somebody here will get something out of it. Um, I, it was, I was in the sky and I just saw beautiful white fluffy clouds like all over beautiful blue sky. And from a distance, way like I mean, I could see for a long ways, and the, the farthest cloud away, something fell from it. I could see some I can tell it was. And then gradually, all the clouds that, that you know, uh, something was falling, and as soon as it got close enough, I could see it was a person. Mm. And men and women all dressed differently. Um, and they just fell right from the middle of the cloud, just straight down, no arms wailing. they were just falling straight down. There wasn't, they didn't look like scared or anything. And the cloud that was right in front of me, there was a, a dressed male, like in a suit, I really not saw a face, um, her dark hair, holding a briefcase, suit and tie. And he was like trying to not fall off the top of the cloud. He was like really trying to balance and struggle and da da and then that's just where it ended. So, later I thought maybe the, you know, I was really trying to um, learn stillness and be still with him when something was really uncomfortable, it still kind of is for me, and I think God was trying to tell me to, you know, be still in in, in the cloud of his presence, and the people that learn that, they just, you know, they're content, I don't know. But when you, when you talk so much about the clouds, now I didn't see angels, they were clouds, they were fluffy clouds, but I, I don't know if that has any significance to anybody here, if they can get any more out of that. but
0: Yeah, that's um, really good. Well, yeah, any vision or dream with a cloud in it is good. Uh, <laughs> clouds, are, mm-hmm. clouds always represent the glory of God in the Bible. I don't, I don't think there's a single negative scripture in the Bible about a cloud. Except Water. the clouds without rain, but that. Yeah. But whatever, just erase that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, you know, in in lieu of everything that we've learned, the person struggling on the cloud, you know, to me now represents, you know, religion. You know, uh, you certain dress, you know, dress properly. Got your studies and in your works, and your hand, this briefcase represented that and you're struggling to, um, Yes, the cloud represents God's presence or the glory of God, you're struggling to stay stay with it. And, and you're not really in it, you're just like on the outside, you're on top. And that's what that was kind of showing me now that I think about it now. Um, it's was, it was, it was cool. Uh, I've never, ever heard in church ever anything about what you talked about in Joel's bar today about the angels and that and that maybe that's one reason why that seems so overwhelming is that we, you know, we bring angels. And I mean, there was never, you know, from little kid up, I mean, I had some years in the world where I wasn't a part of a church, but um, my parents never said anything about that. I and mean, it was just like learning that gradually here has been like, whoa, a bit overwhelming. I believe it, it, it doesn't make me offended. It doesn't hurt, you know, it's just like, wow wow, 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 <laughs> um, part of the responsibility I think that was so heavy today is I was thinking about all the people that I know that are in church. The people that I believe they love God. I believe that some of them, I have thought some of them were always way more mature than me. Um, and they've all had comments for this ministry that I've told them I've been involved with and, and they're all negative. And so I really don't talk to them. Um, my family has issues with speaking in tongues. So that was, that's that been an issue for years with me and them. And so it's just like, there's so many people in the world that haven't been taught this, they don't know. Like, and I had a really heavy heart for that. Like, I know that's part of what the sons of God are going to hopefully get those people back. <laughs> it's not just for the unsaved although that'll happen too, but people that think that they're with God or doing God's will. You know what's will.
0: wonderful about walking with the Father so closely, so misunderstood, is that whether you're friend or foe, you get the lake of fire. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean,
0: like throw them all in the lake of fire.
2: Yeah. Amen. i'm done debating
0: religious people and um, their opinions have always meant less than nothing to me because i know they're wrong but it'll be really enjoyable to see them burn in the same anointing that's been burning in us this whole time while they've criticized us that's part of the justification and retribution that the father gives the sons that all of the people that have been our skeptics will be tested in the same fire that sanctified us. And it's going to be so fun to watch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I share oh, something?
0: They'll stop criticizing and judging so quickly. Yeah, what's up, Marie? Hey. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um,
5: I was just thinking back, what you're talking about, just throw, they're all going to get thrown in the fire. I was thinking back to uh, my kind of wild days I used to hang out at karaoke bars and stuff and I would look around sometimes like even if I was sober or drunk it didn't matter I would look around and I would see people falling under like the glory like I'm like I would see in the future I guess or at that moment, if God were to hit them, they would just be crying and stuff. And I would be like, oh, wait, no, they have to come. I've got to get them to come to church for that to happen. But it's going to happen. Like you say, it's just going to happen wherever they are. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, to fall so through awesome. every roof. Like there's no covering that will stop the fire from touching their souls.
3: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Marie, really, that was incredible. That's so right, Brandon. Wow. Glory. The biker bar. Oh, that's gonna be so rad! Oh. Biker bar. Those those Harley Davidsons on fire and on fire, looking as cool as they do. It's gonna be so cool.
5: I said karaoke bar, but biker bars
3: too. Well, you know me. I just fly over to you know another <laughs> <some> area, <laughs> take that revelation and apply it to something else. Be combo bar.
1: I remember a long time ago I had a dream where I was walking down this, uh, it was like a wild west and it was like all these different storefronts and it was like a dirt road and it was like a ghost town and it used to be like a vibrant city you could tell and there were all these tornadoes and stuff going off and alarms going off. And then the Holy Spirit in the dream told me, He said, go into this bar. And I'm like, but I'm not supposed to go into a bar right now. I'm supposed to go into a church. He's like, no, you're supposed to go into this bar. So I walked into the bar and it opened up. And then it kind of like, it just got like gigantic once I got in there. And it had like this huge epicenter and it was circular and it like it just dropped down it was one ring one wheel after the next wheel and right in the center was like a symphony band all these different music artists um many of the you know the artists that we know um secular and christian and they were all playing music and everybody had their particular place to sit um, when I came in, they showed me that this couch over to the left was mine, was reserved, and I saw my friend that likes to sprawl all the time, Gail. She had hers already, and, and um, there was a bar inside, and, but it was like all these different people were led to come in there off, off of, you know, the, the dry, arid, crazy world, and everybody was being led into a bar. And then, you know, it was secretive, like as to what was inside and kind of like a speakeasy almost, you get in there, you see all this stuff. So anyways, I just remembered that dream as, you know, we're talking about karaoke and biker bars, so Mm
2: -hmm.
1: it was cool.
5: so funny. One of the things I mean that's I would admit just earlier I just said I would either be drunk or sober but it's weird especially when I was drunk I wanted to go and witness to people but I'm like wait they're going to say I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) Little did I know it was going to be about the drunken glory. (laughs) Totally sober off the world stuff.
6: Yeah I've made the mistake of witnessing to way too many people (laughs) I was intoxicated (laughs) um I actually got kicked out of a bar once where that the girl like she manifested so badly from it um basically I told her that Jesus loves you because she was doing I don't know why I said it but I just did okay and then she blew up and then she turned the minds of all these guys around me towards me Like and they were like angry towards me and I looked all of them in the eye and they all looked down like I knew they couldn't rise up against me and then she went back and then came back like 20 minutes later bawling her eyes out telling everyone that I said something about her father and just blew everything way out the gate and then the bouncer got involved and it was just like even though I didn't really do anything wrong it's just like, Bo, just to keep the peace you can leave
3: (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh
6: I, I actually, the next day, like, on top of the shame of, like, the hangover from alcohol, um, it was a real powerful lesson that I learned. Like, I can't be on the front lines and be under the influence of, of alcohol. Else, like, Satan's just going to chew me up and spit me out. Like, I think that's the lesson I learned.
5: That awesome, awesome
0: sunrise.
5: Mmm, beautiful. That's funny because
4: I think I just recently Whoa. heard a uh, a phrase about something
1: about not witnessing on alcohol. Oh, uh, I think that was like today.
6: Okay. I
1: was like, why am I? Why would I be hearing this? I don't need this. Yeah,
6: my brother <laughs> he used to hate me coming to town with him because I'd always like. I'd get drunk and just tell people about Jesus. Because <laughs> so that's what's that. in
5: your heart, Cameron. Yeah. That's, that's one of the things your inhibitions go, so that's something that's, you know, is something that's in your heart. It's going to come out regardless if it's right or wrong. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> actually really
2: wonderful.
0: yeah there was actually you can probably google it uh american preachers that would get drunk on alcohol before they preach the drunk the drunk preachers that was actually a thing in the u.s and people thought like it helped them like minister better you know just, you know crazy false doctrine but there was first in the natural then in the spiritual <laughs> i remember yeah. looking at that years ago i was like oh my gosh people will go to church and listen to drunk preachers
2: you can just, google
0: it it's, it happened it's real
3: just setting it up for you brandon just setting it
7: up i
2: actually,
7: I actually got two of my friends saved while we were on acid and a bunch of different drugs. And the Holy Spirit started speaking in tongues out of me and just words started flowing out. Both of them got saved and like sobered up off the drugs and got saved. And they're both still like kind of straggling along, but like trying to follow the spirit to this day and that was multiple years ago. Mm -hmm.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: God is so amazing, he's so outside the box.
8: That was William Brannan that used to drink before
0: he. William Brannan would drink alcohol before he
2: preached? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I don't believe it. What? Seriously,
2: that's that's
8: the one that I had heard. I I never read it, but I I don't know who it was. It was someone that
0: was
4: telling me about revival preaching. And they told me that. I don't
0: think it was him. Yeah, no, William Brenham. I've studied uh-huh. him a lot. He never touched alcohol his entire life. Uh-huh. That was like okay. something the angels told him when he was young, and his parents oh, that, okay. that he that he had to never touch alcohol. And okay. he, he never I did. It like was
8: something that <laughs> I
0: <laughs>
3: He was the one that didn't. You know didn't another. You me. know
0: another drunk preacher.
9: Brandon Bothrop. <laughs>
0: You know, it's interesting, Um, what's our friend from Liverpool, England, John Scotland, John Scotland was uh, told when he was a child, and I believe they told his parents that he'll never drink alcohol. So it's interesting, like the, the drunken glory. In order to experience it, there has to be a consecration away from alcohol. The only sin that the prophet Joel preaches against is the sin of alcohol, (laughs) the sin of drinking alcohol. And it is sin. It's sorcery taught from fallen angels. And the reason is because the new wine and the old wine can't, they don't mix. They do (laughs) not mix. It will completely destroy your destiny and put you into a counterfeit. It truly is sorcery. But it's interesting that the prophecy of how the wine of Christ would come comes with the warning to not touch the alcohol of the world.
2: So if anyone's
0: watching this and is still mixing alcohol with the glory of God, just know that the scripture forbids it for your benefit so that you can live in the intoxication of God's love in the glory. They do not mix together. (laughs) It, it is really grievous that people in the glory are, are mixing alcohol with the glory. It is, it is sinful. It is wrong.
2: Yes,
9: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Yeah.
0: And you'd be shocked how many people still do that and, and, <clears throat> and try to justify it. It's just disgusting behavior. Yeah.
5: Are you talking about like at all or like even a glass at of all. wine? Yeah, don't even um, touch
0: this stuff. A total... Total waste of, of everything. Oh. It is, yeah, absolutely. I would not touch alcohol. I would recommend. That is it. hard
5: in Louisiana because everyone brings you wine and everything. Just they just that's that's the, the gift of choices. Dump bring it you down alcohol.
0: the toilet and bring me the glory of God. Total <laughs> right. garbage. That's true. Oh man, you that's need to true. have a hatred for alcohol. I mean, a hatred for alcohol. Yeah. I'm that's serious. <laughs>
6: Yeah, hey, Brandon, <laughs> you're, gonna, a real you're gonna love this piece of paper then, bro. What is that? Like, my my <laughs> boss like sent me through to get my LCQ, which is like the foundation to go for my managers, which is like <laughs> selling alcohol responsibly. Oh, yeah, that's like what I've been channeled into at okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Here's
0: how we sell it responsibility. Dump it down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> There's only going to be one bar of the glory of God. Let every other one be destroyed by angels. <laughs>
3: I'll drink to that.
7: <laughs> Amen. Alcohol is the, the most about-
0: destructive drug that's been ever introduced to humanity. Nothing even close. So
2: true. Yeah. yeah.
0: How many Christians justify it too with just with scripture that are just completely twisted and demonized?
5: (laughs) Jesus drank wine.
3: (laughs) Why do they call it spirits? Yeah.
5: I mean that. Why did Jesus turn it into wine for them?
0: (laughs) Jewish wine has very very little alcohol in it.
2: Really.
0: This stuff today is like fourteen percent it'd be like a lot if it had like 3% is what I've heard scholars say it was like
7: it was like fizzy grape juice
0: (laughs) it was a completely different substance than what they call wine today
7: the thing the thing about physical alcohol is you can't even drink like half a glass without it altering you and it's the pleasure of self that's what sensuality is it's the, even that's even the whore of Babylon uses the glory of God for herself, and you can even get into that with the glory, but it's impossible to use the pleasures of the natural realm for the glory of God. Impossible. It's always idolatry. It's selfish ambition every single time.
0: Glory to God it's God hard, hard to redeem that. things that were taught by men from the fallen angels, and alcohol is one of the primary things that the fallen angels taught men. There really is no redemption for it whatsoever, but people seem to justify it. And it, there's a demon behind it every single time. It's, yeah. And the people wonder why they don't feel the strong presence and glory of God. There's just no holiness in their hearts. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is a, a normal Christian should be a Nazarite. I mean, that shouldn't be like an extreme radical case. It's like I'm going to be completely set apart for the substances of heaven and not earth. I mean, that should be really normal, but yeah. it's like radical in today's Christianity. You'll, you'll lose your friends because you don't partake in compromise and lukewarmness. There's never been a time we need to practice more stricter holiness. And holiness is pure ecstasy. See, the thing is, is people think that the pleasures of the flesh offer them something, and there's pleasure in sin for a season, and it turns to death. You, you know, they'll age way too fast. They'll, you'll have all kinds of worldly problems. But if you set yourself apart for holiness and the pleasures of God, oh my gosh the yeah. rewards are beyond comprehension yeah,
2: yeah. And let's, let's
0: like demonstrate that to people I really know that's that's what our job is in the kingdom is to show to other Christians <laughs> the standard of holiness and the thing about what's so funny about the drunkenness is it's extreme holiness You're not going to get drunk in the glory unless you're in extreme holiness. It's the extreme purity of your heart for the glory of God to come through your spirit and intoxicate your brain and bones. I mean, it is a very holy, (laughs) holy of holies experience and encounter. And because of the fallen angels' corruption of the things of heaven, people think of drunkenness as something that likes sin. But it's... In heaven there is no sin in the drunkenness it was just a supreme delight and enjoyment of God the Father the angels were aware of the wine of heaven the vineyards of Eden and so they came up with sorcery to counterfeit those divine experiences when they fell from heaven alcohol mm-hmm. was one of the first ones that they came up with these were fallen angel inventions the, the inventions of the fallen angels are called doctrines of demons. It means it's an invention of a demon spirit to counterfeit an experience in heaven. All drugs and alcohol are a counterfeit of what the angels once had in heaven.
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. So trying to get to a place by revelation where there's no mixture with our earthly experiences and our heavenly experiences we need to have heavenly experiences only mm-hmm. we need to be oh. angelic only we're not allowed yeah. to be human after we're born again that's illegal 2 Corinthians 5 17 says you're a new creature in Christ to be that old creature participating with the old world's ways especially alcohol and and sin and darkness or even religion is a great example of that are strictly forbidden activities
2: Amen. <laughs> It just completely destroy sure. your
0: life but if you go after the things in heaven the things that are above oh my gosh your cup will overflow yeah. with grace love you'll be blessed you'll never have any fears You'll have angels around you instead of demons. You'll have no intrusive thoughts. You won't. You won't have negativity towards others. You'd be the happiest person in your entire nation.
2: <laughs> it's, it's true.
5: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've
3: I've noticed that the wine of God makes you very happy and light. And, and my thoughts are higher and more positive. And then I'll come into a gathering where there's wine and the ladies will ask me, do you want wine? And they're breaking over, open a bottle and they're drinking it together. And I, and I say, no, thank you. And usually I'll get a little mock. But then I notice the countenance of everybody goes down as, as the bottle is empty. They start going into conversations that are grumpy They, you know, their teeth get all blue. I mean, it just turns into a a weird situation. And they insist that they're super happy. It's great. But in my my opinion, I've not seen these ladies go from glory to glory. They're going from, you know, not good to not good to worse. (laughs) So they can tease me all they want. I'm not going to partake. In fact, I just bought that bottle of Leviathan. That special bottle, and I was gonna open it up just to have you know a cheers to the death of Leviathan, and the Holy Spirit said no, don't open it. There's no need to open it. So it's just sitting there as a trophy. Yeah. So the Lord. We can have
7: a cheer. We can have a cheer to the death of Leviathan right now. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) And we can use that bottle to christen your new yacht someday. (laughs)
2: There you go. Let's do it.
10: Um, I got a testimony if anybody's still on the fence about alcohol. Rebecca! Oh my gosh. Hey. Where did you get here? <laughs> yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah, in case anyone's still on the fence or like, you know, because you, you can't really get into arguments about it, you know, because then it's like people's opinions and it's just a, you know, shit slinging. Uh, thing. Uh, we don't really force anybody into whatever, but I wanted to share. Uh, I always love wine, right? Like, I loved alcohol. I loved booze. Uh, like, growing up, that was, I didn't have coping skills, you know? So I had alcohol. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I'm talking like anything from wine, beer, tequila i would go i would show up to the kegger party with an empty water bottle i'd use the hydrate on the way there i'd go to the keg fill it all the way up i'd take the water bottle and tilt it up and by the time i put it back down it was completely empty and i would do that repeatedly My God. drink 151 <laughs> we drink someone would go across the border to get something illegal from another state melt down different things and make it taste good homemade moonshine you name it i drink it jack daniels you guys remember jager bombs Drink everything, everything. I drink. I <laughs> so fun. it was. So that was like that was like I, that was what I like to do. I like to go out and party and drink and have fun. And um, when the God started kind of like calling me back to Him, one of the things that He had initially kind of cut off from my life was going out, partying, drinking. And I didn't realize at the time what it was. But there was a period of time for a couple of years where I didn't drink anything. And also, He told me not to cut my hair. I thought he was just helping me, like, you know, grow my ends out, like my roots out, because I had a new diet. I thought he was just making it, like, healthy. And I remember I told Brandon that story one time, he was like, uh, that's a NAS right now." Yeah. <laughs>
2: I was
10: like, I just thought he was trying to make my hair look fabulous. <laughs> so, <laughs> we accidentally did a NAS right bow. <laughs> so that happened. So... <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: <Non-religious working.
10: laughs> God will have his way, whether understand it or not. <laughs> and then, okay, so then I got into, like, high-class drinking, okay? Like, it's different now. Now we're being all bougie and classy, like, and only in moderation after a long night's, you know, work. Oh, we worked so hard this week. We deserve it. And I didn't feel any condemnation about it. I was like, yep, yeah, mm, okay. You know, I just thought about living my life, you know, still seeking God reading the Bible, you know, Whatever. And there have even been times in my life where I would be, you know, drink, uh, drinking or drunk and God would still speak to me, he'd help me out. He met me where I was at for sure. And then he started bringing me deeper and deeper into like this different sanctification and stuff. And I knew that God had been speaking about like, hey, like, why don't you like, are you ready to like give it up? But I always thought of it as like a lack like, poverty meant, like, oh, I'm going to be losing alcohol because I love fine wines and, like, steaks and stuff. So I started I I had to get, like, really, really drunk in the glory to give up wine because I had to be, like, really drunk to be happy. Huh? So to the point where I didn't need alcohol anymore. So I would, you know, if there's something you're on the fence with or you're struggling with that, you're like, no, I've tried, I've tried. Don't even focus on quitting alcohol. Focus on getting really sloshed in the glory and you won't even want it anymore. You'll, you'll be so drunk. You'll be so satisfied. It got to the point where I would get drunk and then my boss would give me a glass of wine and it would sober me up compared to how much glory I was getting sloshed in. So, that's like, awesome. why would I want that wine? I'm not trying to sober up. <laughs> like, it was insane. Mm-hmm. But that's how drunk you want to get in the glory to where you would, like, laugh literally at someone's face if they and yeah. you're like, why would I want to sober up? like that and then this is how I was onto it this is how I knew it was from the enemy was uh, they started offering me wine on regular when I started like I'm just gonna just stop for now and just see if God helps me gives me the freedom to like walk away from it and I'm just gonna focus on getting drunk in the spirit and so a couple of days into that right away I started getting offered nicer and nicer wines we're talking like what oh, about this not about a wine we just trying this like 200 bottle wine next day we like 300 400 500 bottle of wine oh this champagne this some special edition like the literally the nicest finest wines uh from like california some of them like from overseas like french stuff like stuff that i could never afford you know uh that i knew was like amazing and some of that a lot of them i'd had them before from my industry but it triggered me. At first, I was like, wait a minute. That's the enemy. I, I, as soon as I realized that as I was stepping away from it, that's when they started offering me a bunch of nice stuff on the regular, like daily. Just so happens. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, that's your play. Okay, that was an obvious move. So it actually filled me with joy. Also, I was like, ooh, I'm on to them. I'm on to mm-hmm. the strategy. I got, a, like, I know what you're doing. Okay, now we can have fun with it. Okay, I'm just going to fuck with them. And <laughs> I was like, I'm drunk in the spirit tonight. And whatever they offer me wrong, I'm like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> and it turned into this really fun game because I knew it was coming. And I knew it was pissing them off, like in the darkness. They couldn't get me with that anymore. So as soon as I realized how bad the enemy wanted me to drink alcohol, it just encouraged it encouraged the shit out of me to not drink alcohol. It was so much fun just messing with the demons like, no, I'm good. <laughs> and just to watch it happen, it was so fun. It was amazing. And I, it made me even more drunk. And I just got to encourage you guys, like, it's the real. Thank the, you. The one, the blood of Jesus is the real, the real deal. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, my pleasure. Your testimony yeah. Jesus Christ.
7: For those of you that are still dealing with unbelief in that area, you, and this is not an exaggeration, heaven's light is tens of thousands of times more real than any substance on earth. Tens of thousands of times more powerful. And you can experience it and you can get brought up into those realms in a short amount of time. The angels are doing an incredible amount of work to, sanctify you quicker to bring you up faster and it's really only hinging on your ability to sacrifice everything of the earth mm-hmm. you're not losing anything the father's only taking death away from you and giving you life
5: what do I do oh, I always feel so grieved whenever even my husband just has a beer like it makes me feel grieved and I just hate how he acts and stuff and it's like how do i still
0: love him perfectly you know we gotta be up in a cloud to do any of this a cloud of protection yeah no it's it's really tough to walk in this world and not have the people around us touch us with their darkness their sin their compromise their unbelief um yeah holiness is so rare The only thing I felt um, that can protect me from people around me continuously hurting me is just to completely surround myself in the glory of God and have such a an armor on that that stuff has a hard time getting through and they they still always do. I've had really some of the worst attacks of my lifetime this year. Um, especially from family, just really, really brutal stuff going on. And the glory has been so strong that it's almost not even affected my feelings. I can say almost because it did still a little, but um, in any lesser glory, I think it would have poisoned me and made me bitter, because the attacks are so severe. So you have to wrap yourself in the in the cloud of glory in the armor of God. And then keep going after that armor and getting your armor thicker and thicker and thicker. So that people around us that don't practice holiness can't stain our garments. Jude says saving them from the fire but not having them stain our garments. I'm telling you guys there is especially with the lust that's in the world so easily stains the garments you have to have the helmet of salvation on all the time you know inside and outside inside on your computer on your cell phones outside when you're driving and walking literally all the time the enemy will ambush you through any part of your armor that's not covered to hurt you literally continuously after you're born again trying to pull you back in the darkness and until we have the full armor of God on and are growing in the full armor, it will in- affect our emotions and feelings significantly. So we just keep growing in the glory and in the armor until it can't touch us or influence it a- at all. And I honestly don't think I'm even there yet. <laughs> mm, yeah,
3: it's, it's hard. One of the things that I use for visual helps, because I like that kind of stuff, visual helps, is when I have a family member who's deep into some sort of misbehaving, I call it, I will use that as a challenge to go that deep in glory, whatever it takes, you know, so uh, that helps a lot. The other thing that helps for me is that in, I love romance, I love the classic epic stories of good over evil and, you know, at the end the, the horse and the prince is gonna take the Beautiful bride away into the castle. On, I love those sorts of thoughts. So I think of Jesus and what He did for me, and I think of the Father and His love. And as I'm being um, bombarded or in a situation where I'm face to face with somebody who's very close to me, who's you know drunk out of their mind, and um, or what have you, I can pull from the resources of that place within the father to fill me up so I'm in a state of romance. I'm in a state of th- my father loves me.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And that sort of overshadows in a way the discomfort that I'm in in the physical. And that's something that I've mm-hmm. you know, continue to work on. And that way it helps me not get bitter and it also helps me not to take things personal because actually, the spirit of you know alcohol—it's actually—it's—it's um, it's another spirit. It's like another partner that that person is partnering with. So, so for me not to get offended or um, um, sad that these choices are being made, uh, staying close to the Father really keeps me from going into an offense and putting up walls and uh, getting bitter and crabby and nasty and justifying, you know, my negative behavior because they're behaving badly. So I hope that helps a little bit
0: as you say that.
5: That does help, thank you. You're welcome.
10: And Marie, I could see us doing a one-on-one sometime. I can give you a lot of wisdom from experience and all that stuff. I've been in this position before where, you know, the person you're with is just drinking, A lot and really extremely opposing what God is doing in really extreme ways. So, um, how do you love them? I got to the point where eventually when I learned how to love with the truth and love together Mm -hmm. and, you know, with, with holding, holding the ground, but also not getting into your fallen nature emotions about it. as soon as that fire judgment was released, almost immediately I got my miracle. So it's really you learn how to love perfectly and you learn how to be bold as a lion and stand your ground no matter what.
0: And the truth is when you grow in holiness, a lot of times the other person is just taken away. Yep. Simple as that. Yeah.
10: <laughs> it, always, it always really stood out to me that that was the week, that was the week, that one the very specific night where I finally delivered the truth of the word in love and in power and without getting into any offense or bitterness or anything. It was really sharp. It was so sharp, it made him go crazy. And then and manifest and then the next day, bam, it was like he had to repent or he was gonna lose his salvation. Then the angel came in, and gave me a miracle. And he was yeah, and we were separated. But it was that week. Yeah, it was most really the, intense.
0: Most of the time, what I've found over the years is that they never repent. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't listen. I mean, it's, it's so rare for a, for a person mm-hmm. to actually repent. It is so rare to find a person who practices repentance. It's so what? refreshing, but so rare. They, <gasps> They almost never change. Now, I'm not saying that to discourage anyone. It's just true. And that's why God has to come like a flood to the outside realm, because almost no one has the courage to change themselves and change their life. It's the rarest thing I've seen in 15 years of full-time ministry is someone that has the bravery to continuously change when no one else around them is changing, cut against the flow and resist temptation and grow in the glory. It's it's an anomaly. It's an enigma. It almost doesn't happen. So the thing is, if it's happening amongst 60 60 people? Those 60 people can raise such a standard and release a new weather system upon the outer man in the external world. So, and you know, the most of the time when I see people actually pursuing holiness and going into the glory, the other person gets worse. The majority of the time, what I've seen, there's hundreds and hundreds of of times, the other person doesn't get better. They get worse because the glory is judgment. And so all the things that they pray for for their friends and family actually just usually hardens their hearts. Now, I wish I could say everything's just a happy, clappy story, but you have what's called free will and very few people submit their will to God the Father. I mean, to try to force an unbeliever to submit their will, it's just it's like trying to pastor cats it's not going to happen they're going to do whatever they want to do the issue is only we keep growing but don't be surprised as the glory just wreaks havoc and judgment upon everyone around you because they're resisting the spirit of glory i mean we bring severe judgment into this world why do they persecute us because of the judgment we bring Upon their complacency, upon their lukewarmness, upon their compromises, upon their resistance to changing into the image of God the Father's holiness. And those that will change and go all the way, they're gonna bring judgment like Noah upon everyone's scripture promises. But how many how many people did that? I mean, it was eight people out of one billion. I mean that's an accurate you know figure and ratio now in the world we've tested our message amongst literally millions and the number that wants to change and to go into what God really has for us is so few but that's all it takes is a few It doesn't take a lot it just takes a few
2: and the external
0: the external change will come by the few who raise the standard and that will judge the world and it's a righteous judgment and it's a cleansing and it is a complete and total condemnation upon darkness sin death and demons and sorcery so we're here to condemn the world the world's darkness with light (laughs) because god is light and if you grow in god everything that's in darkness and others will burn that's the lake of fire. It's burning everything and everyone. There's stiff-necked, stubborn wills, they never listen, they never change, they never obey. You could preach to them a hundred thousand years, they'd never obey a single message. That's the majority of people in the world. What do you do? You throw them in the fire so their outer man can conform to what your inner man outpours. That's the only hope for most people in the world that are too weak to change. <laughs> and the father knows it. And that's why he set up the overcomers abilities. The overcomers abilities will completely baptize everyone too weak to change.
2: Mm-hmm. and Just
0: rule right over their heads like Kings and absolute authority.
7: It's amazing to realize that every knee bows and every tongue confesses to the God that has made you his temple. Well, that's what
0: Joseph said about his brothers, that they would bow to him. Were they bowing to Joseph? Yes. Were they bowing to God? Yes. Because Joseph and God were in union. Yeah, it's the same Amen. person.
10: Amen. <laughs> I like the cat discipleship comment, too. I'm like, yeah, literally, I've actually had better fruit out of most cats I've discipled than those people.
0: Oh, yeah, not don't, don't want to offend the cats.
10: They're like, they're like don't
0: bring us into that rebellion.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the cats give their wills to Jesus more willingly than most human beings do. We yeah. <laughs> just look look at the people around us. The glory of God, God has been proclaimed to the nations. And just take a look at the souls around us and how few heed the call.
2: Yeah. And that's
0: how serious. I mean it's one in a million. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, holy! Thank you, Father, for raising up sons and champions that will just drown nations with their own spirit. You're drowning people with your spirit. You're filling their souls with your spirit because your spirit's been joined to the Lord. You can't just say, "Oh, come, Holy Spirit." It's oh. God's spirit doing it. That's not true. That's total immaturity. It's your spirit doing it. God has come into blood covenant with the human spirit. It's called the new covenant. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't move except through the human spirit. He's partnered and joined to our spirit. And our spirit will be the flood. He's already got his throne. He's just trying to raise you up to your thrones to have his same abilities. That's what he does through our spirit. Every day mature us to have the same throne room experience the father's throne room has a million thrones in there with a million sons names few of them are sitting on them but i know they will and i know they will soon it's not going to take another 20 years people will answer the glory of god they'll answer the cloud and the thunder and rise to their throne the reason why they were created and i believe this group is some of the first fruits that answer the call into sonship and begin to take their glorious thrones in the Father's house. And they begin to release the rivers from the bottoms of their thrones, just like Jesus the firstborn. Revelation 22-1 is a picture of a normal son, a normal daughter. Here's what you do, enthroned next to the Father, he's invited you into heaven, and now you release the river from your throne. Let there be a million thrones of Jesus with a million (laughs) sons and daughters releasing the same river from the bottoms of their thrones in all the world. Then you'll have heaven on earth.
7: Hey! (laughs) Oh my God. Bottom
3: line, we're accountable for our own filling, you know? like saying, it's coming from us. So uh, don't use anything as an excuse to disconnect from that. Stay stay in the joy. So, you know, take courage.
0: It's so but, interesting how almost everyone around us to get to this point has opposed us becoming thrones. Isn't that uh, yeah. the resistance to your callings?
2: <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> everyone
0: would do it. Everyone just go from glory to glory, but almost no Christians ever have that have ever walked the earth, because everything opposes you coming into your divinity. Because the fallen angels stole humanity's divinity, and they guard it over man's flesh in the heavens, and we're taking it back. (laughs) (laughs) The dome and canopy of the earth. May I say a
9: few words? So, um, yeah what's up may I just say a few words about the, about the <laughs> difference between our response towards the fallen and towards the beautiful souls mm-hmm. that is the soul of the father expressed in every soul that is connected to him by his breath but it's not dedicated to him in all of their existence. It's the only difference. And if we are honest in our private life before him, when we miss him maybe just two hours ago, maybe in this day, and we look at how the Father reacts, even with our knowledge and our, our relationship with him, and then think of those that is not here. If we then rethink our approach, look But the father, the father is perfect in every way. And I love it when you say, Brendan, that he is the most humble of all. So humble that we don't recognize that he loves so much that he gives his son everything, even when they don't recognize him, he gives, it's a different approach. When we speak to the value of what he created in a person, Mm -hmm. rather than making them responsible for where they are and judging them it has a total as if they are there then everything else changes in that moment because then we are acting like the father laying our lives down just like he did connecting with them exactly the same way that he did. Just a thought. Thank you, Father.
2: (sighs)
0: unconditional love is the greatest hope for a human to surrender their will but it still can't force the surrender of the of the human will and look at so many examples and it handed everything on a silver platter. And the will still was clung and retained to by Judas Iscariot, by Ananias and Sapphira, by Esau, by Cain, by so many demonstrations of wickedness throughout the scriptures. And it doesn't change our ability to love because love never stops loving but the response to the wicked who will never surrender their stubborn will, which is quite a lot of people must be a flood. They must be drowned. There must be judgment and the judgment is love like a flood an angel power like a flood. And it doesn't necessarily change their will, but it causes us to rise on the waters and keep that whole mess of human rebellion contained under the overcomers' feet like our prison song of songs chapter eight they have become our prisoners of love we're literally going to take them captive by our divine ability there's
9: mm-hmm. also
7: mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. 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 We can love them, but not be in agreement. There's an agreement that that, uh, the enemy wants us to go into an agreement with people's dysfunction, and they want, they call that love. And one of the greatest things that I have learned is I don't have to come into agreement with that dysfunction. I I can love the individual and hate and not be in agreement with, you know, whatever it is that the dysfunction is that is causing their hearts to stay away from God and not grow. So there's a, there's a, a righteous, common sense understanding that I think is rising up on the Bride of Christ and, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful discovery. It's a, it's a fine balance. It's very difficult. It's such a high calling.
0: Uh, Is it Acts 13 uh, becoming one who's in agreement with the angel Uh, against Herod? Isn't that an interesting scenario? Can you be Mm -hmm. in agreement with the angel that strikes a man dead?
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Because that's righteousness, people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now that's an extreme example. Uh but well, that's in the Bible and that's real
7: yes and it will come through every single overcomer Right. that light and judgment will come through you if you're an overcomer and
0: how many have the seed of Herod in them and how many are in agreement with the angel that strikes that seed down
2: Amen. is it
0: love that strikes down the seed of Herod Amen. absolutely it is and everyone under that wicked spirit's power is set free yeah
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. let it strike the democratic party Mm. bam Mm. (laughs) Mm. you know with the angel floods or angel strikes with your promotions will come incredible angelic judgment you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation angelic judgment every single time God's people were promoted I know God is sending Prince Michael to be with us this next season it'll, it'll be the greatest angelic judgment that we've had as a ministry thus far and we've seen a lot it's gonna be incredible but ooh, not for the faint of heart
2: don't don't
0: let <laughs> angelic judgment be a stumbling block to immature Christians that don't understand what is necessary in striking down Herod and striking down Ananias and Sapphira and striking down Nimrod and striking down the seed of the wicked one with fire
2: mm. It is so
0: it is so needed for a cleansing in our in our land by angelic judgment. It is the answer to every mm-hmm. prayer of every believer in the world. Mm-hmm. Let not the wicked harm the righteous ever again because of the coming angelic judgment. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Amen. <sighs> What does the scripture say? God has sent the Holy Spirit to convict of sin, righteousness, and what? Judgment. The Spirit of God convicts of judgment. We need judgment. Judgment is our salvation. You will not have a restoration of all things, a redeeming of all times, or Zion's fortunes restored without incredible Judgment far beyond anything you could imagine. And let it hit us first because his judgments simply purify us from all darkness and lies. Perfect judgments. What does the psalmist say? I love your judgments. I love your statutes. You have to fall in love with judgment. Judge me according to my righteousness. Search my heart and see if there is any unclean thing. To the measure we sons and daughters have received judgment, it will overflow from our lives as it is written. When your righteousness is complete, you'll be quick to punish all unrighteousness.
9: Uh-huh. 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 Oh, thank you, Father.
7: Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh-huh. And that's the kind of holiness that gets you high. Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
7: If you want to come into intense. That's what dying with Christ is. It's overdosing on holiness. Mm. You actually overdose unholiness and it is incredibly high realms. I used to use all sorts of substances and all at once, you know, <laughs> crazy drugs all at once. And it's not an exaggeration to say that I get tens of thousands of times higher mm. on spiritual substances and it is holiness and it is purity. As it's the judgment lightning strikes that you boldly come before his throne and just let him circumcise you down to the very thought and intention of your heart with his lightning bolts and then you rise into the sanctification of the most high
0: well think about it every degree of gr- glory of spiritual growth is a judgment upon that last season's glory and if you allow a greater judgment into you, it's a greater purity and cleansing and a higher standard is raised in your very soul. You only go from glory to glory through the white throne judgment seat of Christ continuously judging you and you agreeing with his judgments, even though it's so harsh upon our pride. Hey. Our pr- <laughs> like my pride is still just like, Oh, that's a little painful but I I know that's the path for the next degree of glory so I love taking it and I'm just and then just humbling yourself anytime you need judgment we need judgment continuously transfiguration is by judgment you're having your blood judge your bones judge your brains your heart your organs every cell molecule atom every your DNA everything in your spirit Everything your soul ties, what's attached to you, is constantly judged, and you—that's what raises a standard in you—is the continuous judgment. You pass through judgments as you rise to His throne, and what is it? His judgments are love. It removes everything in us that's not true love. To become God is love.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Is love not judgment? Wow. Oh my gosh. Love is a jealous judgment. Yeah. Woo. Oh. Holy ghost. Oh. Oh. What does love judge? <clears throat> Everything that's not God's glory gets judged gets just slaughtered massacred thrown down scorned just get out of here with anything else except the love of god which is judgment and you rise Mm -hmm. in that love judgment and you're purified and you become love through a constant cleansing so judgment is really promotion now the judgment that comes from the enemy is just garbage that's not even judgment that's just slander and wickedness, but the judgment from God is a river of cleansing glory. (laughs) That's our bread. That's our drink. That's our food. That's, that's what makes us drunkards and gluttons.
2: (laughs) That river of judgments
0: from his throne. (laughs) And what that does when, you, when a believer comes to a place of maturity of receiving God's judgments is that the only thing that gets ju- the fallen angels and sin and darkness around you, and it's just gone, poof. But if you can't handle that kind of judgment because something in you likes the fallen angels and you want them around and pleasures of sin are fun for a season and death is around every little sinful corner, well then, listen, they'll stray from God's judgments. What is God's judgments called? That's another name for it in Psalms. His words. They'll stray from his words. They'll come up with words of their own, judgments of their own, which is different religions. It's truly how other religions are formed, is in the rejection of God's judgment. Knowing God as judge is the only way you stay accurate and sharp in the spirit. Otherwise, you get lazy, you get opinionated, and you come up with your own ideas about everything that's not God's opinion about it. (laughs) And then we get super deceived. (laughs) Keep us razor sharp, Father, we give you permission to get in our face and judge us judge the thoughts and intentions of our heart. Make sure we don't get deceived. Amen. We embrace your judgments to cleanse us and purify us constantly. We want to be accurate in everything. Amen. Amen.
7: Amen. Amen. Holy! Oh! Bless mm-hmm. some wine. Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah. Thank you. Good wine.
3: Nice
5: serving.
2: Good
3: Ecstasy. Hmm. As, As you were talking about the judgments and it coming upon us, I was thinking about how the Lord doesn't like lukewarmness, which is kind of like indecision, sort of middle of the road. So his judgments actually keep us from being lukewarm because we're able to judge rightly which is the Lord's judgment, which is hot, which is right. So judgments are good. (laughs) There's a gift in there.
0: Well, that's ultimately how we obtain our thrones. This, this is all a game of thrones.
9: Uh
0: And through continuous judgments, you gain your thrones and so have I not said you are judges or gods Psalms 82 it's all about taking the high place of judgment over yourself and others away from the fallen angels and into the father by people willing to sacrifice their lives to God's judgments (laughs) you'll never walk in one drop of glory without embracing God's judgments (laughs) because the throne of glory is the place of all judgment we take all judgment now not when we die Uh and that's how we get all God's glory now and not after we die Uh simple as that and those that reject being judged in this life just have no rewards in eternity
7: Mm -hmm. all must pass through fire but can you imagine what it would feel like to pass through all of the fire all at once, instantaneously? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, I tried to get now. Jesus
2: to
10: do that to me. When he was giving me brain surgery, I was like, do it all at once, Jesus. He looked at me, he was like, that would literally kill you. And I was like, no, never mind. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Which is You're why
10: expert in the brain surgery. You're the expert. I trust you. Not kill me, thank you. I don't know what I'm talking about. You just do your thing, Jesus. <laughs> I just thought I had a good idea and I wanted to share it with
5: you.
0: <laughs> Check this out Psalms 82 in the Passion. We read it the other day in the Amplified. But this is a season where the sons and daughters are taking their thrones as judges. And what comes from our judgment seats?
5: A ball of justice.
0: Rivers, (laughs) rains, waters, fountains, thunders, and lightnings, and 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 angels that obey all of our judgments. All rise, for God now comes to judge, as He convenes heaven's courtroom. He judges every judge, and rules over every ruler saying, How long will you judges refuse to listen to the voice of true justice and continue to corrupt what is right by judging in favor of the wrong? Defend the defenseless, the fatherless and the forgotten, the disenfranchised and the destitute. Your duty is to deliver the poor and the powerless, liberate them from the grasp of the wicked. But you continue in your darkness and ignorance, While the foundations of society are shaken to the core. Didn't I commission you as judges? Didn't I commission you as judges? Saying, you are all like gods. Since you judge on my behalf. You are all like sons of the Most High, my representatives. Nevertheless, in death, you are nothing but mere men. You'll be laid in the ground like any prince. And you will die. All rise, for God now takes his place as judge of all the earth. Don't you know that everything and everyone belongs to him? The nations will be sifted in his hands. Amen.
5: Amen. Hello.
0: Hello. Kingdom throne of judgment, the New Jerusalem, will be laid on top of every city on the planet like a judgment seal mm. and will continuously mm. sift through all flesh forevermore.
7: Amen. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm.
10: Life, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking with brains out. Thank you. That was
8: amazing.
2: Well. <sighs> <laughs>
0: feel that increased glory on your face. It's because oh. your heart is saying yes to God's judgments and that's what turns up his presence.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Judge me according <laughs> to my righteousness.
2: It's all my,
10: lit my face on fire and all my brains <laughs> in the back of my head and all the way to the top.
2: So when you're born
0: again, you're given God's spirit into your heart, which is very very dangerous because if you get into judgment, you get into Psalms 210. Listen to me, all you rebel kings, and all you upstart judges of the earth. Learn your lesson while there's still time. Learn how to judge. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> with the Spirit of God in your heart, cleanse others with living waters. Love is the highest degree of judgment. Few can even understand it. You see people's reactions. It's usually human love. Maybe a little mixture of agape. But love is the highest wisdom. Proverbs 9, wisdom kills her beasts. So, love
10: uh, kills. Sounds like some badass warrior. Check, I kill that beast, and I next my wine. What? <laughs> <was> Jesus, like.
0: <laughs> All consuming jealous fire.
2: <laughs>
0: that love is God warring for your souls.
2: Yeah.
0: And judging anything that comes in the way. If your heart. Is set towards God, He will incinerate anything between you and Him.
5: He will, he will judge
0: it. If your yeah. heart's not towards Him, He won't do that. You'll just live your life going through this world in the wide path of destruction. But if you are actually a lover of God, He will, he will burn up anything in between you. What, is, what does the Bible say? i am certain that nothing can separate you from the love of god in christ jesus angel demon heaven hell heights depths widths, breaths nothing why because he's the judge that judges anything that would try to come in between your love affair
2: your union
0: your marriage Oh. It's the marriage covenant of God and, and man.
2: Mm. It's a wonderful it's thing because it's not. <laughs> yes, yeah, no
3: mountains and high enough. It's a wonderful thing because I saw, as you were talking about, the love of God being, if we set our faces towards the Father, His judgment comes to get us. And I actually saw it not just the Lord's love, not just coming against those things that are in between me and Him, but it also actually went into my heart and began to judge those things that are above, God in me in my heart
2: Mm -hmm. so
3: it does it the the love of God has no boundaries Mm -hmm. to get what he deserves Mm -hmm. if the heart is willing to participate Mm
2: -hmm.
3: and that's so at my will the will that I have right now as I go from glory to glory, I will continually each day set my heart towards the Father again because he's revealing to me over and over again what is in between me and him, which is in me. Holy. Amen? Amen.
0: And here's, here's where it gets really, really wild is that God took on flesh. So now... He's burning up everything that separates his flesh from your flesh. And that and that's what destroys hell. Because hell only works through flesh and blood. So Jesus taking flesh on means now his, his union with his lovers, with his prophets, is not, is not just in spirit, no, but in flesh. And that's final judgment upon the fallen angels. When his flesh judges everything separating your flesh from flesh because <laughs> then the spirit then all that stuff can hide in the in the flesh in a different dimension in the natural oh. dimension and that's what's happened we've had extremely spiritual people but now it's the flesh realm that's going to get completely squashed
10: oh. <laughs> cameron do you want to share what the lord just told you a minute ago why don't you, share How did what the you know that told you? I was, cause I talked to him all the time.
6: Yes. Oh, okay. We're so really mm-hmm. It kind of flowed on what Sandra. Well, I hope this is the same thing. <laughs> yeah. He whispered, kind by, of please.
10: "Please." He Can. asked me to ask you to tell, cause he was close over the ear. Your... I know him. He, I all could right. see him lean and whisper to you, and he told me that was important what he said to you. But it's more fun. He didn't tell me. He didn't tell me what he said to you, cause it'd be more fun for you to say it.
6: Yo, okay, see. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for participating in the will of God. So, yeah. but, um, probably like two or three weeks ago on Instagram, this like religious guy like came up and he was like deflaming this book. It's called Jesus Calling. And I don't know how it came onto my feed, but as he was speaking, I just had this like thought inside my mind. Like, I have this book like randomly. And I got really excited because he was like literally crucifying this book and I got out of bed and looked everywhere for it and essentially um it's like it has dates on it so for me it's the 26th of August for you guys it's the 25th and just before I read like the 25th and I thought it was like really powerful I'm really struggling to explain yeah do you want um,
10: to read it to us I know they're like essentially
6: like God synced it up in like my calendar. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, actually, thing- he did
10: the same thing for me. That book is how I got me my too. Oh my, my miracle yeah. healing. Um, I went the doctor. I went to. She happened to pull it off the shelf, open up right mm-hmm. to it, and it was the rainbow word for what I needed for my healing. And then she prayed in tongues. Mm-hmm. My throat obstruction miraculously disappeared within seven days, and well, I didn't have well. to get my throat cut open. Yeah, but all my friends. Previous to this, I used to study the Bible with crucified the hell out of that
6: book they hate it i love it man it's Dude, so good. honestly i've i've had this book for like two years and I've, ne- I've never really participated yeah, yeah. in it i totally
10: have it on the shelf yeah I, I
6: until just, this uh, guy crucified it all of a sudden i was just like whoa this is actually yeah, worth all. So I enjoy that book
10: man it's good yeah i
6: i get mm-hmm. tempted to like read the, the following day's one but i'm like patient i'll yeah, wait, I'll, wait yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll,
6: I'll read you your guys one for like the 25th. Um, I am the eternal, I am. I always have been and I always will be. In my presence, you experience love and light, peace and joy. I am intimately involved in all your moments and I'm training you to be aware of me at all times. Your assignment is to collaborate with me in this training process. I've taken up residence within you I am central in your innermost being. Your mind goes off and goes <laughs> off in tangents from its holy center time after time. Do not be alarmed by your inability to remain focused on me. Simply bring your thoughts gently back to me each time they wander. The quickest way to redirect your mind to me is to whisper right. my name. Holy. <laughs> oh.
3: yes. Karen, thank yes. you so much. That was so good.
2: Wow. Thank you, for
3: Rebecca, for
7: asking. Yeah, Jesus
3: wanted him to share it, so thank you, thank Jesus. Thank you,
7: Cameron. <laughs> that just got
0: me <laughs> hey, Maybe share an Amazon link to that book in the RLM group. I'll check it out. <laughs> Bye. All right, I will. <laughs> thank you. I love filling my bookshelf with books that I rarely read. Uh,
5: Does anybody know that book? Um, I believe it's been crucified also by religious people. It's called, it's actually by two women, I believe. Um, It's called Come Away My Beloved. Oh my God, it's awesome. Have you ever heard of it, anybody?
0: Sounds amazing, you wanna share that in the the groove with the Amazon link, and oh, put, it put it in the bookshelf.
10: Oh, my <laughs> beloved. I, it...
0: I like collecting books to practice. I'm my language. <laughs> You just pull Guy. it out and shake it at him. You like that? You like that? Mm.
10: Just open up and snort the pages and receive the full impartation of the book by faith. And... I believe
0: everything in here by faith. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm
10: gonna tell you guys a secret. That's how I get into languages. I snort them and inhale them. Let's say you want a language. I'll go and find a music video like worship or something or just people talking about i I really like in the worship and then you just grab it and pull it up by faith and you inhale their whole language of worship or their natural language by faith and then open up your google translate and you can just pray in their language now it works that's how i got so many languages (laughs) god said you could just do it by faith Mm -hmm. inhale word what word the words that he gave them that they're speaking they're worship everyone with Hmm. that's a fun little yeah you guys can have fun with that that's
2: cool (laughs) that
5: is so awesome
10: all kinds of different languages you can even find random ones you just fall in love with them and the people and their language and who god created them to be and you'll start to spark that desire in your heart for that whole nation and that whole language to be glorified if you notice certain languages. That you pray in tongues in are more glory than others because you need to pioneer even when you speak glory into into a language of a nation i've noticed that it puts more glory and the more time you spend sewing into their language the more glorified it becomes and the easier the spirit flows through it too. so um, you can really sow into a nation spirit-filled words in their own language by your spirit language by your spirit Yeah, to speak in agreement with the Spirit of God through their language is just like blasting it with glory. And it'll actually energize the words that are spoken in that country. I'm surprised that one opened up tonight. (laughs) Uh,
11: Intercession with tongues.
10: Yeah, yeah, like, like a love intercession.
2: Yeah.
11: That must be what happened to the Chinese language. Mm, yeah. Cause like there's a documentary about every letter in the Chinese language like tells the story of the Bible. Come I'll send it. I'm gonna put it on RLM's page. Yeah, put it on RLM. page. it.
10: I was just, funny you Chinese. I was just uh, testing out their language the other day. And it was really, I got some of really the interesting fun ones. It was, it was pretty cool. To find some
11: Chinese worship. I watched the movie The Shack and it was actually really glorified, I thought. It was like really amazing.
4: I love that movie. Okay. I've it. read that book like five times.
0: Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. buy the Blu-ray.
10: I don't know The Shack, but I have Shack Burger behind me.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
10: How Shack Shaq burger.
0: And Shaq sauces, straight out of the third heaven. Uh, so that Shaq. is <laughs> the that best. divine fire Father God's <laughs> personal chef recipe.
10: Yeah. I spent a lot of time trying to find my favorite burger. There's a lot of burgers in Austin, Texas. Local places, chains. I went through directories. I went inside establishments. <laughs> I ordered burgers, different kinds of buns, with different kinds of sauces and toppings. And for whatever reason, Shake Shack, is my favorite. I don't know if it's the egg bun, the magic shake sauce, or the love with, with which they prepare it. <laughs> to them. The, I
0: always say
11: Shake
10: the Shack's burgers.
7: Shake Shack's burgers are like they—they they look like the picture.
10: They do. They right.
7: They uh, do
10: they really do and it's
7: so good it's just so good the yeah. fresh tomato and lettuce just plenty of each like too. They,
10: cared, they actually cared about my well-being when they picked out this lettuce that it's not the crap. I hate when put <laughs> the crappy lettuce on burgers. I'm like you don't care about me
2: <laughs> you
10: don't love me <laughs> you put that kind of lettuce like a nasty lettuce hamburger, you don't have any love in yourself <laughs>
2: What
0: the heck? yeah food made with excellence has love in it you can tell yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Cool.
7: Cool. they need to work on their fries though
10: yeah like, oh no the one in here they got the fries down pretty good
1: Really?
10: yeah it was way better than a couple years back uh-huh. they revisit and see how they're doing and then release love uh-huh. into the person who makes it. Revis- that's what you do Ooh. Okay. low key though when I'm on the way to a restaurant or like even Starbucks I send angels ahead to prepare the food or like I pray for the people because if they're filled
7: with love, my food gonna taste good.
6: On like super busy weekends, where I'm like making coffee, like every now and then I'll deliver a coffee that probably isn't like my best. But like part of me kind of feels like this could be like God's righteous judgment. Like they could be like really like, <laughs> they could be deserving of that of you, know?
2: Oh my God. Oh my God.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can mix your spirit in the very I liquids. don't consciously
6: operate on that. It's just, yeah. you are like, oh, when you're missing, you're like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my
7: God." laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's an example of non-righteous judgment. <laughs> you gotta learn how to rain, rain different lattes
10: on the wicked and the righteous. So for the goodness, of, may the goodness of, of the, your lattes lead them to repentance.
11: <laughs> and then, look what I just opened to in Psalms, real quick. I'm, yeah. And now, and and now at last we stand here inside the very gates of Jerusalem. O oh, Jerusalem, you were built as a city of praise where God and man mingle together. Oh. Holy. Mm. Holy. Psalm 122. Holy.
2: 122.
3: <laughs> mm. Yay, thank you. Yeah, do you oh, guys
0: want to live with me forever in Jerusalem?
10: Yes, please
0: all right Mm -hmm. done
10: oh (laughs) my gosh i just came back and my cat i put my hula hoop on the floor behind me and my cat found it and she's sitting in the middle she's like dwelling in the midst of the sparkle like pineapple hula hoop and like a ring of fire she's decided like this is the spot selected for me
2: it's so funny she's
10: like dwelling within the pineapple hula hoop is, there a bone right is now? that
0: spider over there by the Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. Oh no, no. Never mind.
5: I found oh.
10: hallucinated I've my cat found this I book
3: this earlier. So I found this book that I've had forever. I always thought that it was cool and i've been writing in it for years um but i would lose it and find it and i just found it again and i want to read you guys one little thing it's like my little notebook this is in
2: 1994
3: <laughs> in the love of
2: god huh? Huh?
5: I I didn't catch that, Sandra. Yeah, I didn't hear
11: anything. Are you going to read it?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I did.
11: Okay, I'll read it
3: again. (laughs) Um, It says here, 1994 is when I wrote this. You guys probably all weren't even born yet.
2: The, (sighs) The
3: only thing that remains are the moments that we lived in the love of God.
2: Mm. Yeah. Oh. That's... Mm.
10: I was three years old, Sandra. And
3: then I have been here that my favorite then I have in here my favorite person that I was gonna follow to be like was Ruth. Mm. Oh,
2: so wow.
3: Ruth, I wanna be just like you.
2: Oh Yay! <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, it's a really beautiful truth. Oh man, <laughs> all that remains is the moment spent in the love of God. Oh, yeah, that is so good.
2: Yeah.
11: Oh
10: <laughs> yeah.
11: yeah. Thank you for showing me the God. The gemstone. Glory. Glory. Mm. Glory. I think this judgment fire is the
0: hottest I've ever felt. Mm, good. Lord doubled it. I'm like. <laughs> the more, and more, In the midnight hour, cry more, more, more. <laughs> more, more, more. <laughs> Melt their Billy Idols. <laughs> Billy Idols. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Um, I practice how to do my look like that. Did you guys ever n- do
5: that?
3: I don't
8: know. Who? Do <laughs> what? Jill, Billy,
3: Bailey Idol and mm. and Elvis kind of would pull up one of their sides of their lips one, to try to look sexy. So I would practice that. When I was a teenager. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. You, you got it. You
2: got it. <laughs> <For> you <Roxy, Amanda. laughs> Yeah, listen to Elvis. There was so
10: much glory. It was this one album from Elvis. It was so much glory on it. It was so. I was getting ready for the day to listen to this Elvis album. It was so like it was like a super amazing getting ready morning. It was amazing. I
2: was
10: just like Elvis songs. It was so fun like the most fun about getting ready in a long
3: time. A couple nights ago, or days ago, uh, I had a <laughs> weird, weird dream, and a lot of the famous movie stars came one by one to this. They sat me down at this restaurant, this fancy restaurant. And Elvis was one of the ones that came and wanted wow. to uh, talk me into um, being a part of the superstar realm. Anyways, he was pretty cool. I liked Elvis a lot. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I didn't take up their offer. I said, "Hell no, I'm keeping my glory. You guys can't have it." Oh
2: wow! And you get
3: under my feet, Hollywood.
2: <sighs> Who showed
3: up? that person? Elvis and Marilyn Monroe, uh, John, Ooh. John Wayne. <clears throat>
11: Like that painting.
3: Um, yeah, there was a few with Marilyn in the painting, too. I'll have to see it. Um,
2: yeah.
11: But Johnny Cash and Hank Williams are definitely in heaven.
2: I bet. But Hank That's... Williams' like, great-granddaughter
11: or something died in a car wreck, and she went to heaven and saw Johnny Cash jamming at the throne with Hank Williams. Oh yeah maybe
3: all these people are in heaven but you know the Mm -hmm. enemy used their image to try to convey to me a a sentiment you know which Mm -hmm. was give attention and give your glory to the Hollywood stars because Mm -hmm. you can get on the inside circle and rise up and share in all their wealth and all that you know that kind of stuff I said no Mm -hmm. no thank you I don't want to be a part of that I like this glory right here. This is all the star of my
0: The real Illuminati. You guys are my
3: superstars. Yeah.
5: That's right. Yeah, it's crazy when you sent that
8: dream, I realized that, like, they called out the celebrity stars. Like, it's the counterfeit stars. <laughs> Whoa. I never put that together until
11: I talked about that dream. Yeah. Where are the ones the celestial clothing,
3: that's right.
7: Mm. Might, might be a superstar when you can be a hypergiant star. Ha! Okay. <laughs> Morning.
0: That's cool. Morning star. That's Morning star.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
3: I love you guys so much. I
0: love you too.
7: I love you too, Sandra.
0: You're pretty much moving here next week, huh?
3: Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Awesome. Yeah.
7: Well, the verse during Joel's bar that got me so locked was in Song of Solomon. When I look at you, my bride, I see a radiant city where we will dwell together as one.
2: Oh,
3: my man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
7: When I look at you, my bride, I see a radiant
2: city
3: where
7: we'll dwell
0: together the Glory. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. Oh, our hearts together build Jerusalem, the oh. new Jerusalem. It's built out of all of our hearts, sewn together in love. Thank
9: you, Father.
0: And our minds will live inside each other's hearts. That's, that's what heaven and earth is.
10: Wow. Amen. Sandra, you might find this interesting. I was just thinking about whether I could share it. Um, Marilyn
11: Monroe,
10: I thought you might find this interesting. It was actually the first person I ever talked to from the Cloud of Witnesses, and I was surprised a little bit. I was like, oh, she made it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, Lord, how you work that out. That was the first person (laughs) I
3: talked to for five witnesses, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. You have a mantle, a movie star mantle. You're a shining star. Yay! Yeah. In your brightness, people come. You're so beautiful and sparkly and friendly and well
10: spoken. I didn't
2: know who
10: it was at first because I'm not really familiar with a lot of, um, you know, movie stars and stuff, Um, because, you know, Bush University came back and was like, don't you know from this actor from the movie, the blah, 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 but I knew it was a famous person, and she looked kind of familiar, and, but she was, like, really glorified, and she had, it was the voice and the hair, and she was still rocking that lipstick, I, like, could not believe it, so I started Googling, (laughs) yeah, I know, right, I was like, that's her look, (laughs) she loved it. But um, I was looking it up because I was like, no, it couldn't be. Because I was still re- way more religious than I am now. Like, there's no way. Like,
2: mm.
10: That lady, I was like that chick from the posters. <laughs> I didn't even realize like, what her name was. But I Googled and I listened to vo- I listened to audio from my movies. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's her. The unmistakable voice. She had a lot, a lot of witnesses. On how to keep peace in really intense uh, circumstances. Mm. But, um, yeah, it was really really interesting. It was about keeping that inner peace from the Lord and how to be at total peace, even if you're surrounded by, you know, like the most wicked people in all of society and, like, you know, whatever, how to keep peace and uh, externally display joy uh, based on leaning. It was about leaning on Christ. It was really, really good. I'm really
1: glad
10: she made it. Yeah, God's good. I sometimes. Mm-hmm. God is merciful. I'm like, we don't know when the heck. Like, that's just show we judge so much by what's on the outside. we be like, oh, no, that person obviously didn't make it. Like, what the fuck do you know, man? <laughs> God looks at the heart. He's super merciful. He's so merciful.
8: Yeah, doesn't it say that it judges the way
5: of
1: the heart? Like, yeah. He judges the way of the heart.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: I was just going to say that that um, I've had the privilege of meeting Janice Joplin and um, cool. I met Houston right after she passed away and I met Prince right after he passed away wow. so they were all singing to me and just showing me that, you know, that they all made it and they were all Died from a drug overdose, so God was just showing me that you know, like y'all were saying, you know, we don't know, we have no idea, mm-hmm. and um, but they were all very happy and having a grand old time and uh, singing every night.
10: All experiencing and, actual drugs, like man, we wasted our lives on that
1: drugs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Dennis yeah. Joplin was the funniest because she she. Uh, she kept saying groovy, baby. She goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Kept talking in her these, you know, language to me. That's and great. She, was, she was a great, great spirit to me. And I enjoyed her thoroughly. So, but anyways, I just thought I'd share. Thank, sure.
10: Thank you for sharing that, Amber. That's a real quotation. <laughs> it's good for people to hear that. Because it's, it's always so surprising, like, how much, even more like what they really are, they are in heaven than on earth. Those does the most surprising, shocking in your face and like laugh about it uh, kind of things. And it's just total freedom. Like that's one of the things Jesus was talking to me tonight about was he's like, you have so much more freedom than you even walk in. And you know, the thing that shocked me the most that kind of wrecked me a little bit today was he said, you don't even realize how much you love me. Like we beat ourselves down so much in religion. He was praising, Jesus was praising me for my love for him. <laughs> not that we loved him but he loved us first yeah he loved he was us. Awesome. i back without <laughs> beating yourself up I was like it was so shocking and he's like you have so much more freedom than you even walk in come on just be yourself it's that fear of man even in the glory that we just like are afraid to just really be ourselves and just really worship God and really just you know be free and be fun and be who you are, shining on the inside. Because what if someone, what if people reject me, or what if people just, I just get you know that look or that stare, you know? So what? Shine bright. Be that true you that's inside. That's what he wants to see. Heaven is full of it. A bunch of characters running around. It's like <laughs> it's like a cartoon yeah. show. Everyone's so expressive, and they don't hesitate to make jokes. They don't hesitate to be in your face and be funny and, and be fun. You know, it's total freedom, why? Because they are in perfect love.
5: I feel like you just gave me the green light,
10: <laughs> to Or you just gave yeah. me the green light
5: to uh, <laughs> do something. I, I always get urges oh, yeah. to sing musical songs to people like that has a message oh, yeah. in it or whatever. Oh, yeah. But I always spell chicks, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're gonna think I'm crazy. I can't sing that.
10: Let whole sections of your life turn into a musical. I do that at my house sometimes with the You just burst out in the song, bala.
5: Like, if someone's sad or something, i am not enough
10: like, to do it in front of people yet, but when it's just me and the angels, it gets wild. <laughs> like, I, I troll them singing about... I make jokes. I act like I'm going to go... And do, I pretend like I'm going to go start worshiping God in a beautiful song, and then I start making the song just trolling them. Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> like someone will be sad like they're all getting ready with the <laughs> light and then I like just Breeze. me that makes me joke about you guys <laughs> from Greece like right hopelessly <laughs> devoted to you yeah.
5: well you no, know, like the other day someone was sad and I wanted yeah. to just start singing the sun will come out tomorrow
1: <laughs> oh yes do it you need to sing girl do it you can start
10: by messaging me or other people on Facebook, little songs and stuff. That's a nice way to kind of break into it a little bit more or when it's just you. Mm-hmm. Help them grow in freedom. Yeah, that's really good.
1: You have a beautiful voice, Maureen. Thank
2: you. <laughs> yeah.
10: Oh and well, also an encouragement to anyone who doesn't have a beautiful voice, it could still be really anointed, so don't worry about it. It's sound off key, <laughs> be like really anointed. That's that's a thing too. Or maybe tell jokes to your angels or to your friends or something. You know, whatever it is that makes you you, just be that, because that's really special.
11: The crows sing to the Lord in the morning too. Yeah. <laughs> ah, hey,
2: God. <laughs> hey! <never. laughs> Hi. I'm here, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Hi, my Hi. 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 <laughs> Like the Hello. <laughs> oh, oh. God. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> the crows <laughs> sing his
0: praises every morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ka-ka!
0: Ka-ka!
2: Oh, my <laughs> you. <It> <laughs> <laughs> the daily you doing? <laughs> 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 you prefer that for a ritual ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> i laugh
10: out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
4: going to calm down. Holy <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Whoa. Wow.
10: Aren't ready to destroy my <laughs> kingdom, like, We don't even know how to have a relationship. Just like fucking zombies, brain religion, brainwash, robots. I started to talking to God like that the other day, and He just looked at me like, really? He <laughs> started to get into that moment where I started to stay like a, like like a prayer, and He was looking at me like, really? <laughs> just. Say how you feel. (laughs) Be Be bold. Be honest. You need to be brutally honest with yourself. And it just totally takes away all that. Like, oh, what about fear of... Listen, okay. This is a really good Google Translate I got that may set some people free. It said, soft salvation because you are small. When you're humble, it can be really easy. Mm -hmm. It can be real easy. I've not offended so many people. Over my, like, people get offended over that kind of a relationship with God as people struggle and strive and butt their heads against Him. Literally, like, it can be so, like, how good do you believe God is? It can be so easy. It can be so light. You just, the smaller you get, and the more you walk in humility and desire humility and ask for humility, smoke humility, read about Jesus' humility, grow in union with Him and love with Him. It can get so easy it's like you don't even have to have that fear of like oh no god is gonna blah, blah blah it just doesn't exist in that realm i was taken out of body one night to a place where we're learning like some magic and stuff and the lady um was teaching another was teaching one of her students and my my role at that point was just to kind of observe and watch and learn and uh, the one student was really prideful and it was like an example I needed to learn from watching the prideful, the, one of the prideful students was she's like, okay, well, you know, when you face your fear, he's like, oh, I don't have any fear, and I can face anything and blah, blah, blah. During the, tra- even though it was a training program, the dude ended up getting his arm whacked off in the maze, there's blood everywhere. He's screaming and crying in the front of the face of his fears. And then she goes over and turns herself into water, into living water and heals his arm. And I was like, now do you know what I'm talking about? He humbled himself, like, okay, now he's ready to learn. And then you have the other students on our end that was like, okay, I'm just going to watch and I'm going to learn. I'm going to listen. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to go off in my own pride. That's, that's the gold right there. It doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be so like scary and whatever. You just be a child Mm -hmm. and you stay small. uh, That's it. It gets really, really easy. And like for real. And you'll have that kind of relationship. That's, that's a relationship. Like a father-daughter, son and father, you know, kind of relationship. It's not, it doesn't have to be that, well, you know, beating you, you know, all that garbage. Like, you will get extreme severity if you're in rebel, if you're continuing to rebel and you reject the word of God and you go off in pride. You just make it harder and harder and harder on yourself. Just be humble and come to God like a child and it can be super easy and fun.
11: Sit yeah. down. Yeah, sit down. down. Yeah.
10: <laughs> and the word, the wise down. words kind of My love that song? Sit down. be <laughs> And then you'll have the kind of relationship with God that makes other people jealous, really. And push people on to have that kind of relationship. And enough with the religion, enough with the striving, and just come home to Dad. That's it. Thank you. hard. How, how good do you believe God is? That's what it comes down to.
6: Hmm. Hmm. On, on that note um, I was
10: about to say camera you don't have to wait for me to tell you Jesus said it's okay for you to say it just say it I'm just going to wait to see <laughs> I can see you like, like do I have to wait for her to say it no if Jesus told you it's okay to say it you can say it
2: you don't have to wait for me to say
6: it uh, um, <laughs> no cool um, things but um, Steph, I just wanted to say, like, do you remember that ukulele video that you put up on Facebook, or you put it up on SoundCloud?
10: No, that was, that was, uh, Stephanie.
6: Yeah, that was Steph. That's what I mean.
10: Oh,
6: that yeah, was dude. good. Oh, uh, yeah, was,
10: that was amazing. Yeah, it was, yeah, like, I so gorgeous. much
6: in it. Like, I remember... <laughs> when i first heard it like i was blown away and i almost liked it on my soundcloud and it had like perfectly weaved in between like joel's bars and then so i was like i was listening to joel's bar at work the other day and it just like ended and then transitioned into yours and i was like i actually remember what i was doing i was like taking the trash out and i was just like blitzing out with that it was so cool like you have so much like talent in that air. like just keep pulling that out of your well, um, there's like yeah. crazy anointing over there. Yeah. Yeah.
10: That was
8: amazing Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no. it was like the first week I ever went to Joel's bar. So I was like, I don't even know if there's glare on this. Cause honestly I was kind of freaked out when I made that <laughs> song. I had just read <laughs> me and Jake had just listened to Song of Solomon for the first time. And I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't know God that was that intense. <laughs> so <then laughs> I went and vented it out on a ukulele song. <laughs> and, that, and then it ended up sounding like really good. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. And then I just put it on SoundCloud. And then later, like, like almost a year later, I felt like God wanted me to share it. And then people are like, oh, that's glorious. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> mm,
10: whatever. Definitely make some more. Yeah, get in. You should definitely get into the word get those feelings and then play it out on the ukuleles. That's amazing.
11: <laughs>
10: um, I want to see
5: that. Will you post That's it awesome. again or send it to yeah, me? Yeah,
10: somebody, Cameron, you should post
11: it on here again. And bring your- Yeah, you can know?
2: you Bring your
0: ukulele to Joel's bar tomorrow and uh, we can do like a live.
5: Like, oh
2: my gosh! Oh so nice. no! no, no. Okay. you can do no, no, it. No, 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 no. We have the mic right up to
0: the ukulele and the spotlights and stuff. I <laughs> mean,
8: mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like wedding just on
10: Friday.
0: <laughs> laser show. Hey, well, laser show. Get the yes, laser goggles.
10: goggles, yeah, laser
0: show ukulele. Laser work. ukulele show. Oh my People god. To in for that.
10: Hours, it. Wear
0: it blindfold. It's
8: it's like really freestyle and it kinda yeah. I can only sing. Oh, I realize yeah, I can only sing when I'm like when it's like an in out of an intimate place. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm. Like,
5: I kind of suck at singing unless it's, like, deep. <laughs> we'll see.
6: Yeah. We'll see. Put a pen in it. All right. It's <laughs> <that's> a, <laughs> a lot easier than me to, to, like, it is. Maybe. Like, do my flow when it's just me and my father. And then when there's other people's awareness of me, like, it gets harder for me to have that same flow. But you just got to, that flow has to be that much more powerful.
10: Mm-hmm. Yes. okay camera we were literally just talking about this with our seer prophet today he was teaching us at the 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 uh <laughs> yeah that was good,
0: the love that
10: was really good. worship he wouldn't he, he gave us homework to take somebody's and... good homework yeah well it was the, to take somebody into that private place of worship where it's just you and God, how you talk to him, how you worship God. Hmm. And so I did that, it was like terrifying. It's like, oh my God, like that place where it's just you and God, how you talk to him. And then you bring somebody else in there. It's it's terrifying. And he was like saying like, yeah, it's like, he was bringing us in that place and worshiping God and showing us how he worship worships God and we are worshiping together. And he said there was really room to grow in that in our tribe that we can worship you know work start to worship together maybe like i don't know maybe marie and stephanie or like whoever could have like maybe you guys have together and like worship god and sing and that way like make make friends and make a safe place where even if you sound or like maybe we could like try to freestyle and even if it turns out sound like an episode of spongebob that was worship you know what i mean like <laughs> Like, like there's, that's a lot of place we could grow in freedom is, get together with somebody and worship God in the intimate place, just like when it's just you and Him, and bring somebody in there, and out of that place, you're like you were just saying, that's how you strengthen that flow, but it's really scary. It feels like you're falling off a cliff.
6: Yeah, you can't. It's really amazing. Yeah satan's already done that for you you don't have to do that
10: right exactly and it's total. it's and you know what, the thing that encouraged me so much uh, what what he said was he said there's an extra protection it's like a shield because you go into such an intimate place of worship it's like extra protected
3: mm-hmm.
10: it's like a shield and i noticed that so i did that with jake this week i took him in my closet and i showed him how i talked to god and even, like, I'm super close with Jake. Even in that, it was, like, still, like, r- scary because I don't show anybody my, how I talk to God. It's, like, that's, like, there's that whole thing in our mind that's, like, oh, that's you and God's time, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
10: In heaven, we're all going to be worshiping in the perfection, in the throne room all together, you know, so. It's really uh, vulnerable. It's, yeah, like, really that's raw. All, yeah, that's it so so that you're like oh my gosh what if they make fun of me or it's like what if they like try to correct how i talk to god or like what if they what if i'm doing it wrong like your relationship with god is your relationship with god it just is what it is right now you know that's just it just is what it is currently you know and there's such a love and such a peace in that if you can bring someone in there
2: oh unicorn
10: <laughs> I
5: was gonna show I was gonna show Brandon I made my own little dopey unicorn out of Play-Doh oh, just now it. so I can so let it harden. Oh
0: <laughs> all right, here we go. Come on.
10: Oh yeah, let's do it. Smoke the unicorn for bravery. Right? <laughs> so, oh, nice <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna give you guys homework. But like, I really want to encourage everyone in the tribe. Like, grab a buddy or a friend, and try to like approach that place of how you talk to God, or even how you'd like to talk to God (laughs) with each other. You know, just be vulnerable. Just do it. Find somebody, and then just do it. it
2: Worship
10: all your heart. It's all out there
11: took it to the whole <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what
8: you're talking about, Rebecca, will bring into like the water all of
11: all life bong.
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
7: I, I put all your spirits into my water of life bong and smoke you into the holy void. <laughs> <laughs>
10: Yeah, buddy up, yep. make friends, have a conversation, you know, <laughs> get somebody in RL. find a buddy, like, hey, look, can you want to worship me? Worship?
2: <laughs> Susan, I
10: think you're
2: mine.
5: <laughs> can I have you, Susan? Who
10: is that? Whoa. Oh, please, can I you worship with Mar- Marie? Sure. Oh. Yeah. Super fun. You can just get into that like infinite place of just know each other like, okay. You just start talking, like you can take turns.
2: <laughs> that
10: bomb was really good. I can smell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your most intimate drawings to together I to don't <laughs> really strengthen the whole That'll really strengthen the whole team. that's really good. The word and the
11: spirit. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. Amen. the water, the word bung <laughs> or of no, the water bung in the spirit.
11: <laughs> well, that's what I call it. Nicodemus,
0: you must be born of the water bung in the spirit.
9: Yeah. <laughs> now how
10: can I enter the bong How
5: can
2: I enter the stash when it's already cached <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
7: I tell you a truth, Nicodemus, barely, barely. Unless you humble yourself by drinking the dirty bong water, thou shalt never enter the
2: kingdom. Okay. Wow. Okay.
0: Whatever it takes, Lord Jesus. I know you're our teacher that come from God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Where
11: where else where else should we go? You have the dankest nuts.
2: <clears throat> <Whoa. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
10: <laughs> one time i got so hit with the spirit i was working in a restaurant i think i had my hand like a braid ponytail or something like that and the reason i remember that is because i got hit with the spirit so hard i was leaping and dancing in the back kitchen
2: and that song
10: the spanish song came on that said fuego and the whole kitchen interrupted singing fuego and i was like you know where you put like one foot way out and the other one and threw your hands in the air? And I was leaping and dancing.
11: For it, was, it. it was
10: just like a ball. <laughs> <laughs> <It's awesome.
2: laughs> My
10: ponytail flying in the wind.
2: <laughs> it felt so
8: Yeah, (laughs) Jake. Show them your room, all your setup
5: that you got.
7: Verily, verily, I say unto you, unless you smoke the butthole of the unicorn. Nothing
10: <laughs> 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 glory coming out of
2: that butthole. I was, like,
5: <laughs> <laughs> was going to smoke the horn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so there's no glory. <laughs> 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 you can't save butthole unless
11: you're really saved.
2: That's nice.
9: (laughs) I've (laughs) never thought about
2: this.
5: Unicorn, you
0: cannot be (laughs)
2: saved.
7: It's a narrow way, brother.
11: I <laughs> have <of> the needle. <laughs> so,
10: so
5: much <laughs> Wait, say that again,
2: Rebecca. Surprise. <laughs> oh man. Oh, not I can't
5: wait for Brandon to start smoking like he told us in a testimony when he went out where he was physically smoking and the guy came over and told him there's no smoking.
0: Yeah, that was a really, really crazy sign to wonder. Wow. Man, that was wild. Then he started telling me about smoking Jehovah Wana and using like it was my vocab had possessed his spirit. Like the smoke of the glory of God from my heart was passing through his heart like a like smoke going through him. And, and we were inside a restaurant and the server came over to us and said, there's no smoking in here. <laughs> it was the smoke of the glory was physically rising like a smokestack out of this man. It was one of the craziest signs and wonders I've ever seen. I can't wait until the smoke of our spirit rises through everyone's hearts. Then they'll prophesy to us.
11: Yeah. (laughs) And the babies prophesy. I
0: I think I'm going to call it a night, you guys. If someone wants to stay on longer, I can make them the host of it.
2: The time is it?